done it on any of these podcasts, but we didn't describe our outfits for audio <gasps> listen- oh, okay. listeners ever. So I think maybe we should start. Do you want to start? Hey, listeners, we look very fucking we hot. We look fucking today. hot. Damn yeah. right. Yeah. I have like a harness top that's like tight around my neck and it's got like these chains, silver chains. Hear that chain over my tits. ASMR. So nice. <laughs> <laughs> and these beautiful um, fishnet leggings. Yeah. Fishnet which you might leggings. not see in that video. Um, and I am wearing a like black bra with the cutout part where your boobs would normally be. And there's like these green, really bright neon green straps that come up over my nipples. This um, beautiful chain thing. It has like little, yeah, it has these little, little loops. collar thing on it. Has a, right yeah, there. it has a collar and two little oh. thigh strap things, and then a thong with a black thong with uh, green on the whatever. Anyway, it's very cute. It's very cute. Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing a kind of light, dusty purple wig as well. Yeah, I have space buns. Space buns. <laughs> and we have cute makeup. So, what that means is you need to go to the place where you can go watch us. There's a link in the description. Don't worry, you can just find it right there. It'll take you there. Um, so yeah, anyway. <laughs> my my outfit doesn't jingle. I don't know. Like does it but your boobs jingle. No, but my boobs mine. jingle and you can <laughs> see I'm doing it right they, now they if you were jingle. watching the video. Don't you want to see it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Awesome. That's gonna be the, the clip at the beginning. And we're back. Welcome to the Bear As You Dare podcast, the podcast where hosts and guests are invited to wear as little clothing as they feel comfortable wearing, and we talk about whatever we want to talk about. My name is Kelly. My name is Amber. And welcome to my bedroom. Yay. Yay. (laughs) We have a sound man here to help us. Hello. Hello. The voice behind the camera. Uh, (laughs) And we're here. And we're going to talk about stuff. What yeah. are we talking about again? <laughs> um, I thought we could talk about polyamory some more. Yes. That sounds good. Yeah. A little more, because we kind of just talked about, like, how we met and how polyamory was related to that. We didn't really how talk. how we, like, found it, but. Right, but not really any more about thoughts about it yeah. or anything like that. So, um. Yeah, I was curious on, like, I know you were in the classes when you found out about it, and it really clicked for you. Yeah, so in our class, we had, we learned about a lot of different kinds of relationships, and, Mm -hmm. like, um, just, like, you know, you could have polyamorous relationships, like, where you're dating multiple people, or you have monogamous relationships, where you're just with one person, and, like, the goal is to be together through eternity, (laughs) you Uh know, Um, or you have, (laughs) you know, like, through eternity, just forever. And Um, you never look at anyone else. Ever. For the rest of your life. And you'll never feel jealous, because you have your person. No, jealousy is, like, how you know that it's strong. If you talk to anyone else, and the other person feels jealous... That's good. <laughs> exactly. Um, we all want to be toxic. No, <laughs> That's how it feels sometimes when, when you have a diff, when you've been given a different opinion and you've like I did, I like embraced it and I was like, mm-hmm. let's see what it feels like to be that kind. Because like, I would say that I'm the kind of person that like 
I can very easily empathize with other people. Yes, and me too. So, yeah, and so, like, when it was given to me the idea that, like, there are people who have relationships like this and they're okay with it, they're even happy about it. Your brain starts going. You're like, I wonder how, how that, is that would possible? be. How would you that know? feel? Yeah, mm-hmm. like, is it actually as awesome or are these people just crazy? You know, it's or like... you start thinking how hard it would be, like... The hard parts. Yeah. Like, what things am I going to have to deal with that are going to be, you know, what like, what feelings am I have to deal with? What jealousy? What? Oh. Or just how weird it would be to tell your partner that you were sleeping with someone else. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> so hard. So, so hard. Harder like, than you actually think. Hey, huh? it's harder than you think. Harder than you think. <laughs> hey, yeah. weird thing. I think your best friend is really hot. <laughs> right. Well, fuck. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> how, do, how do we deal with this? Like, it's, it's, it's a lot. Does anyone know exactly how to deal with it? I'm going to say no. I think I mean, that it's a case-by-case basis every The time. more you, like, practice and actually do it, maybe yeah. it gets better and easier. <laughs> like, okay, That's so... That's what I'm hoping. So, like, my favorite part of polyamory is something called compersion which is just as i as i see it and like i kind of think of everything like viscerally and not with words so to put it to words for me it's like feeling happy about your partner getting happiness from someone outside of you right in whatever way that Mm -hmm. could be your friends that you play sports with it could be your Dungeons and Dragons friends. I don't know, man. Just you play seeing, magic. Yeah. Like, what magic, are you doing? Yeah. Just you know, seeing your best cards. friend be so excited about whatever they're into. Right. And you're just like, oh, that's so cute. I'm so happy for you. Like, <laughs> exactly. I'm so excited to see you be happy about whatever it is that's making you happy. And, like, for sure, when it comes to romantic things and sexual things, you have jealousies that come up. And, like, because I feel like I was raised to be like monogamy is the thing right we're getting married we're having kids we're having we're buying a house you know like right that's the situation the when, goals the only right goals. when you think about like another person could be involved or you know it's like it, it was hard for me at first to consider the in the mindset like it doesn't mean you can't still be successful in life or whatever but yeah. like I grew up with a very judgmental family so like also it, yeah. your relationship isn't like a failure because no no and hmm. see like I was having this discussion with my roommate earlier and it was like like he has some very strong opinions they're very different from mine part of the reason why we don't date anymore mm-hmm. um but we were like having a discussion and like his opinion was very much like at this time at least I think his opinion of polyamory is very like it's bad. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think that it's, you know, a good thing or this or that or whatever, which, like, he's entitled to his opinion. I understand why he feels that way. I disagree. Right. But that's fine. You know, like, um, and so when you are dealing with that in a situation of, like, you're in it and you're, like, excited to try something and you have, like, you gotta, like, check the judgment in your own head. You got to check. Right. Right. It's you know? hard. Oh, it's so hard. But it's fun. It's fun at the same time. But... I wanted to know more about after the class okay. where you learned about polyamory. Mm-hmm. I feel like maybe some how did time those conversations had, happen? Yeah. Like okay. Some time had passed, so, and where did not you so much did. come to it? So okay. here, okay. So my relationship with my ex, we've always been very communicative, and that's partially because of the kind of person that he is. He's just very verbal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so 
when we first got together, there wasn't a lot of talking about what we were going to do. There was just doing. We were young and we were experimenting and doing weird shit. And I, I am. I want to know about the weird shit so bad. (laughs) I'm curious too. But we should, we should. (laughs) A different tangent. It's uh, yeah. So (laughs) we will talk about it sometime. Um, But basically, like, I was just like, you know, I really liked him. I wanted to try new things. I'd not been a very sexual person at that point. I had been in the two threesomes. Those had happened already. But like, like I talked about in those, that episode, they were very awkward for me. And I was not like... It's not something I would have put on OnlyFans and been like, look how hot I am. They're like, you want to watch me lay in a bed while people fuck? Awesome. Um, and so, you know, that, that, that was my experience. Reality, I love it. He had a bit more experience in that realm just being, he's just a person who has, like, a very high libido. So, like, he's just excited to try new things and do different things and mm-hmm. whatever. And, like, that's cool. So we were like, okay. So... If there were things he wanted to try, we'd talk about it. We'd, you know, whatever. It would usually be a, like we're already together doing stuff, and it's like, I want to do this thing, oh, whatever that's it is. And it's like, I am a people pleaser, so I'm just like, okay. If I really don't like it, though, I'm like, uh, yeah. now I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. Or I guess not now, but, like, in in current time, me and in the past five, six years of our relationship, we had very much like a... I can just be like, nah, yeah, don't want to do that. Yeah, like, okay, fine. What about this? So thing? you were kind of burned out from doing things. One hundred percent. Because that was first. the other thing too, is that you know, as as much as we had a good relationship together, I also I was burned out by other aspects of our relationship. The mm-hmm. um and just the demands of us trying to make a relationship together as a monogamous couple was weighing very heavily on me because oh, yeah. at at the end of the day. Neither of us completely chose each other without a caveat of like, but you're going to change this thing or you're going to change that thing. So it was never like you're the perfect person. It was like, we'll make it work. We'll work on these things together and we'll make it work, you know, and like that doesn't always work. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like sometimes you just don't like things about people and they're not going to change and that's I just okay. I honestly can't imagine like telling someone to their face like the butts. <laughs> yeah, dude. It, I love all these things about you, but <laughs> my ex has absolutely no problem being blunt. No, yeah. And and actually I, I really appreciate it even though it has hurt my feelings extremely and in so many ways and Mm -hmm. I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point because there was a lot of things that happened in that relationship that were very hard and were damaging for me am I saying that they shouldn't have happened no like they're they're good I'm I am who I am because of them Hmm. but it was hard to deal with and it was a struggle at the time and so and so anyway (laughs) we did a bunch of different things we were married for 10 years like yeah you do a lot of shit together at that point like you 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 Lots of things. All the sexy things. All the sexy things. And, like, I was extremely uncomfortable during most of it. Mostly. The sexy for him things. Se- yes. Because I I was un- still somewhat unaware of what things I actually like. Mm. We had a pretty 
good communication, at least when it came to what he wanted. I still don't know what I want. Right now? Uh, yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know what things I really like. I like being sexy. Yeah. That's my favorite. Just that, being I sexy. Enjoy. That's great. Like, if I can show, thank you. If I can just show up and be sexy, I'm happy with that. That's that's good enough for me. interpretation of sexy or what the person you're doing the things uh, with? I can sexy. see the other person thinks I'm sexy. Yeah, that's the shit for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the shit right there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but other than that, I don't know. It was just like he has so many different preferences and I just had no idea even where to start basically. So, um, so he was into a lot of things and a lot of different things and like, like some like BDSM type things and just some other kink type things. Mm -hmm. And, and I was not so much into it, you know, but I was just like, well, you know, I can, I do get excited by seeing other people be excited, even if it's not about me. Right. I like to know, and I think that I've grown this in myself because of the relationship we had. I really like to see what it is that other people like. Like, what's the thing that makes you, like, so horny you can't handle it? I love knowing that stuff. I love that shit, too. Love it. And it's not because of a person. It's just, no, I love. I just want to know. No. <laughs> I just want to know. And, like, I feel bad because I really don't know what it is. For me, there isn't still a thing. But. My goodness. I'm sure there's something. I just haven't found it yet. But I'll find it. We'll get there. Dude, still plenty of off years left. to your picture. That's your thing. Right? I mean, I guess. I guess. Video. Okay. I mean. That's fun. I recommend it. <laughs> Five stars. Um, of course. Uh, yeah. It, it's so. So our time together, I, I did experience a lot of different unique things. And because of the the blaring fact of the situation was he has a sex drive that's 50 times higher than mine. Right. Like, and that's not an exaggeration. That is like legit. It's crazy. And I was just like, I can't, can't I can't up keep up with this. I'm not that excited about your weird shit. Like that was our <laughs> relationship. And so like, I don't want to do those things, you know, like let's not. And so a lot of our relationship, it was hard because he felt, you know, like I'm, like, I'm not attracted to him, which in many ways was actually true. Like, when we look at it now without feeling bad about what right. it means. It's really hard truths. It's a, yeah. yeah. And, like, and I didn't realize it at the time because, like, I, I cared about him. I love him. But, no, I'm not attracted to him. That That's kind of the case, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it was, like, it was hard in that way because I felt so guilty about, not giving what he needed that I was kind of like when we learned about polyamory and those other things I was kind of like willing to be like okay let's find someone else who can help take care of those needs because like I am can't yeah I'm overwhelmed I li like I'm like at this point I literally don't care if you go to somebody else can you please just like not bother me is kind of what it was. This reminds me of the opposite thing that happened to me is when I was explaining to a friend what my husband was like interested in kinky wise and I'm like that is not a thing I like mm -hmm. I hope he finds it somewhere else she was like oh no just like you watch just the videos learn how, to do, how it. to do that and then your relationship will be saved I was like I'm not even saying our relationship is broken it's not in danger actually it's just <laughs> I'm, I'm just not saying, gonna do like, those things it's in danger if you subscribe to the normal standard of monogamy <laughs> yeah, but, exactly, yeah exactly exactly 
I'm like, I'm feeling a certain way about it maybe, but I'm not saying like, I'm not going to learn those things because that's right. not what I want. Right. <laughs> right. And I well, think everybody should have that choice and that thing to say, no, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, I think that it's a good thing to express too, because I spent so many times doing those things instead. And it, and it made our relationship uncomfortable at times because it would be like, you know, I want to try something else, but because we had a bad experience doing something else now, I don't trust him. And so that situation that we're going into, I'm already guarded. I'm already not having a good time. I'm already, you know, whatever. And, and it's, I can try as much as I want to hide it, but I didn't put that much effort into it. Honestly, I was like, no. I'm just going to dead fish. I'm going to lay here. Cause like, I, I don't want to, no, you know, no, like I'm not really sense. interested. And like, this is what we're, you know, and like, I think anyone who's been in a long-term relationship has had that situation at least once. Like, I'm just not feeling it, but like right. it did happen for me a lot. So when we learned about polyamory and also like, you know, like we have access to porn and the internet, right? So there's, at this time, it's like 2012. So it's like Craigslist and, you know, like dating stuff like Plenty of Fish or whatever. Like uh-huh. things where you can like find other people that are kind of doing this kind of stuff. And and of course, because he would be online to watch porn or whatever, he'd come across the Craigslist ads and he'd read them because he like thought oh, they were wow. sexy and stuff. So he'd read them and then sometimes he'd share them with me because he'd be like, oh, this was really hot. Do you want to see what it was? And I'd be like, sure. So, like, I was introduced to it in that way, too, and it would be, like, you know, like, I'd see some porn that had this or that or whatever, be like, what do you think about this thing? And I'd be like, hmm, maybe. You know, like, again, for me, I can kind of be down for anything if the people doing it are excited about it. So, like, it doesn't so much matter to me what's happening so long as the people doing it look like they're having fun. And that's the thing is there's some of the things that he likes that are kink wise that clearly the person is not having fun. Yeah, I don't like and that that's, either. I don't like it either, but he does. And like, I get it. And I was always like, well, I don't want to do those things. And it was like, no, I get that. And I that's never so was forced funny. to, but like, like just for an example, like that's something that I see and I am completely not interested in. Cause I'm just like, right. hey, I don't want to see someone who's not having fun. Even if they're not having fun is fun for them. It doesn't look like they're having fun. And I don't want to see that. Right. Agreed. No. Yeah. How you said that. You understood it. What I think is interesting about that is because I don't understand it. Maybe it's something I want to. I've had some situations where I've done things that in the moment I didn't necessarily like, but the experience was still a turn on. And so I understand there are some people who want a specific experience and sometimes that experience is to not be comfortable and not have a good time. Interesting. Yeah. But like, it's like, that's like really extreme stuff. And it's like people who have like a real extreme desire for something that's just, it's not where I go. It's not what Mm -hmm. I'm interested in, but it's fascinating to me. It's like how I know about it. And so like, because I'm the type of person that I am and I enjoy learning about people and different things like that, the relationship I have with my ex was really great because I got to learn all of these things with one person right like why does this excite you right so like what is this you know new, and different. like there's so many different reasons and different things and like you know like your experiences growing up and what things were you exposed to or like i want to know about your discussions about polyamory oh, oh okay so <laughs> that so, so to be slightly disappointing i don't know that we had like specific 
discussions. Oh, he just found the ads it. and was like, "I am." What do you fuck think about this? People. Well, no, <laughs> no, yes and no. It was, it was like it was well. He's very so. That's the thing. We can disagree on a lot of things, but he is a very respectful person when it comes to those kinds of boundaries and stuff. There is one time when he kind of messed around with someone when we first got together. He didn't tell me about it until like way later. But it was like we weren't when we got together. We never like said we were together for like a year. It's a very long time Mm -hmm. where we were kind of in a limbo. And that's when it happened. So it was kind of like... That's so funny because me and my husband were back and forth. Yeah. We're like, we're together. Oh, this other person's hot, though. So maybe we'll break up? And then I'll... Because then I can fuck them. And then... But I really have so many feelings for him. That's like... That's what makes me think that I am poly. Because I always... Like you said previously, I always had feelings for other people. Multiple people. But I loved him so much. So, I mean, it makes sense to me. And he loves you so much. He's really cute. But he, like, also would talk to other people. Right. So it's not just one-sided. No. It's it's not. No, it's not. And, like, I think that's the thing that, that is so hard for some people because they're so wrapped up in dealing with the jealousy of someone talking to someone else that they don't accept the reality that even that person that you're monogamous with they probably talked to someone else at some point for some reason that you would consider to be inappropriate. Like, it just, it happens. It's right. normal. It's natural. Mm-hmm. People are attracted to, to other avoid. people. It's hard to avoid. Right. And and it's like, it's great if you want to do that. Like, I was listening to a podcast by Burt Kreischer, and he was talking about how, like, I'll never cheat on my wife because I love my wife so much. And, like, that's fucking admirable. That's amazing because he could. He could easily. But he admits that he's attracted to other people. Right. And she gives him the space to go do as much as he wants without cheating. Right. Like, he's done so many different things. But the definition of cheating is different for everyone. It is. That's true. Some people, like, think that watching porn is cheating. Oh, my God. Yes, and those people make me angry. But yeah. Me too. (laughs) Right. But yeah, no, I get it. Because, like, look, listen, when my ex and I first got together and he would watch porn and I would like hear it or I'd like recognize that he like left the room, I felt like I wasn't enough and I felt insecure and I was upset. And I did. I went to him and I was like, bro, like, why? Why is it? Why am I not enough? And then it was like, well, because. I really need to be able to do this, 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 all of these things. I need to be able to explore it. And and I had to, because I wanted to make the relationship work at the time, I had to accept it Mm -hmm. and learn to deal with it. But it wasn't in the same, like, constructive way that maybe you would think because we had education on it. Because, like, we're still 22 years old, 24, Mm -hmm. 23, 24. Like, just still young, still not... Not firing on all cylinders. Cylinders just yet. You know what I mean? Right. And so, like, it was just a lot of, it was hard. It's all very hard. And so, like, we, we did eventually have a conversation at some point. I don't remember the specifics. But basically, we'd kind of resolved to trying to find somebody else so that he could have that outlet. And I was kind of just excited to, like, have a friend and someone else to hang out yeah. with. Because he and I pretty much spent all our time together. And so... I was like, yay, more people, you yeah. know, and, and it was, it was true. Like we had some 
interesting times where I was very insecure. And actually, I'm still friends with this person. And she lives just like right across the street from you. Right. Um, and we still talk. In fact, she's Small the one time. that she's the one that asked me the question. In fact, I'll read it because we're kind of answering it right now. Yeah. And I told her that I would save it Answer for another it podcast. Directly. We'll answer it directly. Nice. Murray, we love you. Thank you so much for asking a question. Hope First you're listening. fan question. First fan question. Uh, I want some more com- context and explanation kind of as to why and when you didn't find you were monogamous and uh, felt different. Like, like when you felt different, like when you felt you were different from a monogamous person, what, what made me determine that I was not a monogamous person? You know what's funny is I actually don't think that I am different from a monogamous person. And that's kind I of... I think I'm just yeah. like more accepting about the fact that we have attraction for other people and talking to my partner, even though it's uncomfortable at times, about the fact that we might want to explore our attractions with other people. Yeah. Yeah. And that looks different for different people. Yeah. Instead of being like, nah, that's not okay. I agree with you. And and that was where like I kind of didn't address it in the other episode because I didn't have like a clarity moment of like, aha. I did have as time went on and I experienced more situations where I had um I can't think of the word. The word is Compersion? Yeah, it's the one. Ah, I guess to work. Vocabulary. <laughs> How do you spell it? No, I'm just kidding. I do not. What was that? I don't know the buttons. That was, was applause. That? Applause. Yeah. Yay. I can't deal with not hearing the sounds, you guys. Oh my god. <laughs> that it was, was okay. That was the first time I pressed a button. Point, I know. <laughs> my boyfriend is the best, and he puts up with me because I am low key a control freak. And I appreciate you for understanding. Me. Every okay, time I'm you say that, it just you are kind of a brat, but so am I. I don't want to be in control, but I also have to be because I have to have it the way I want it when it comes to this. Right. That's fair. my art. <laughs> I don't know how to express how much I understand what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to control it at all, but I must control every aspect. That's kind of what it is. I don't know. I'm like, I'm a brat. I want to do what you say. But also, <laughs> let me be Fuck bratty, you. but also do not put me in charge. Yeah. I don't want to have to make the decisions at all. I just sometimes make me want to shake my boobs. <laughs> Look at them. They're I do it all the time. Them. Seriously. Shake Even off. when I'm sitting by myself, I li- it feels good. I mean, good to shake I them. shake my dangly bits, too. I know. Every you time. You videos like, sometimes. <laughs> I love that. Where are my videos? <laughs> I'll send you some. Next Better start video. sending them to Amber too. <laughs> so them all everywhere, yeah. You only send videos to me. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Believe it. <laughs> yeah. I send videos to a lot of people. No, I'm just kidding, I know. I'm okay. With I it. send you specific ones, though. I do. I love that. I try so hard to make sure that I treat you special because I love you and I know that you're awesome, and that's why you're pinned at the top of Snapchat. And that's why sometimes you get random nudes because I'm like, I haven't sent Robert nudes in like six months. I should definitely send him. <laughs> I mean, I get to see the live performance. So, I mean, this is true. I'm okay that with is, both. Yeah, that's true. yeah, you get the VIP experience at right? mm-hmm. the meet and greet and everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. And I give it to you for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, everyone else who bothers me all the time for content for free. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Just me. Well, I'm not that sorry. Yeah, just the boyfriend. Just the boyfriend. 
But I get to jump in on the videos sometimes Special too, access. so it's kind of yeah. yep. You know, made a guest appearance. OnlyFans was like, "You got to prove that this person in your video is okay with being in the video. Your face is in that other video, and your penis." And not a single time did it say, "Hey, only who a lady is this is person." Help. You only, only need a consent. This, 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 no, that's not true though, because it says anyone, including if you just hear their voice. Like they're supposed wow. to sign a release. Hmm. It's never. It didn't harass me about the threesome I posted either. I did right. tag one of this the people the in it. Maybe it's a new thing. Maybe. Mm, could be. But yeah. So anyway, didn't ask me to tag my stunt cock. I don't know why. <laughs> it asked they me to care. tag my friend whose face. They is don't visible. care about the men on the site. They That's so true, though. Like yeah. nobody gives a shit yeah. about that. Like every man's Actually, happy about being important. I was Shut just up. scrolling through Reddit, and there was something about if you're broke, why don't you just try selling pictures of your booty hole? And I just answer with gender inequality. <laughs> Someone wants to see your booty hole. Booty is booty. Yeah. Remember, you had some there. subscribers on OnlyFans. You I have people have like that 80. ask for customs. 80? Yeah. Yeah. How much you charge? Uh, it's free. It's free. Oh. That's but why. It's essentially floating around on like... there on Reddit and stuff. But I did ask, one person asked me for a video. And I made a video. It was did you a couple minutes long. And it was me belching naked. <laughs> that's what they wanted. Yep. Well, was, was their gender? Guy. A guy. That's so awesome. I love <laughs> sp specific things. I hate it when it's requested of me. But I, <laughs> I love that that's a thing. It's the first yeah. thing I do when someone subscribes to my channel is I send them a message thanking them. And I type the message. Now, some people have like an automatic message. Uh -huh. But I do. I type a message to them. And I say, you know, thank you for subscribing. And let me know if there's anything you want to see. Not a single fucking person has ever responded and given me even just a shred of idea no. of what they want to see me do. Except for all the people that don't pay for stuff. They're like, hey, can I see your asshole? And I'm like, of course. Checks if out. If you pay for yeah. it. If you pay for it. You know how hard it is to take a picture of your asshole? I complain about it all the so time. Hard. It's hard. I wouldn't know. I've never actually tried to do it. But I'm like. It's hard. I think just my butt in general is hard to It's take difficult. And you got to get the asshole lined up in the set. It's hard. So what we no, need is a selfie stick with an extra screen on the end. So you can just get that nice angle and click that made me think that people should comment and shit because and ask questions yes. where they can because so, I would love that. Yes, I would love to have. I think that we could probably do um, if we just asked ahead of time to get more questions and we have a little more people to interact with. I think that it'll be good. But I think we're just not quite at the follower count yet where people are actually interacting enough no, that but yeah fine. i'm so excited about that for real because like i want to answer those questions and i like, want to have those discussions your friend messaged you personally she yes. could have put that on a video or on spotify i don't know right she's shy she wouldn't no i totally get it and i like, wrote all mine down to talk to you on the podcast, on the podcast. <laughs> well like literally that's why i did the facebook post that i did i was just like no problem if it's not for you, but, like, if you do want to say something about it, but you don't want to talk to me because, like, that's weird, you can just go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Yay. Um, And, uh, you know, you can tell me how you feel there if you want, and that's cool. Like, that's all whatever. Another yeah. thing that I was thinking about also was, like, I feel like both of us kind of grew up in more conservative mindsets like i'm kind of uncomfortable with showing my body with talking about sex mm -hmm. i don't know in my family my dad talked about sex like he was like told old man dirty jokes all the time in a way that i feel like isn't exactly like appropriate okay 
but not in a way that made me feel like I could be comfortable with my body and I was allowed like as an adult to actually talk about sex in like interesting a healthy way that's like I get you I don't know my parents literally like didn't talk about it at all it was like so it was just so omitted from everything that's crazy. Yeah, like, it was, like, a thing we don't acknowledge, basically. And it wasn't, like, like, I don't want to try to put it, like, it was, like, extremely uncomfortable. It was just not acknowledged. So, like. Interesting. It was such a weird thing because, like, you f- you would feel weird to bring it up because it's not acknowledged. Right. You know? What did they do if, like, sex was on TV or something or? Um, I mean, so, like, if there was, like, a kissing scene or a sex scene or something, it would just be, like. There's just, like, an uncomfortable aura in the room. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, like, a big deal. They didn't, like, cover the TV or be like, you can't watch that. But, like, we also, like, you know, TV ratings existed for a reason. I didn't watch PG-13 movies until I was 13. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch R-rated movies until, basically, I was an adult and I lived on my own because I was like, well, obviously I'm old enough now. Right. And I could watch it. But, um, so, like, it was, uh... It was a controlled environment, but I don't know. So, like, we didn't have a ton of experiences of that. That's so interesting know? to me because I thought our experiences were a little bit closer. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't think your dad said dirty jokes like mine. but He did kind of, but, like, <clears throat> real limited. But um, I, like, grew up kind of religious. Sure. So there was that element of it. And my parents have never had sex with anyone else besides each Just other. Just each other. Uh-huh. Forever. They had sex... Like two weeks As before their when they, oh my goodness, two weeks before their wedding day because my <laughs> my great grandmother like didn't have sex with her husband before they got married. Okay, and it turned out to be like really bad, like it's a really bad un- situation. Well, like like more than I want to say in a podcast. Okay, okay, but, like, okay, okay. To where to where. She was like, at least try it one time before you buy it. <laughs> one time oh, at least. That's going to be nice, though. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're going to be stuck with them for eternity. We already talked like, about it, that. But still, the Take weird the thing is, like, that is the way it should be. Like, you shouldn't sleep with a lot of people. Um, that kind of thing where my, my dad has made, made jokes. Okay. Like, my brother was just out chasing tail or something. Okay. And um, yeah, I don't think my dad would have ever said anything like that. Yeah, it's Maybe. really funny because my brother is like almost asexual, so he's not actually out doing that. <laughs> he's alone at his house getting high, like playing with his cat. That's what I'm doing too, honestly. Like, that's the way to fucking I'm do in it. for that party. Yeah, right? That's a great party. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was. I want to tell this story. Like, the first time I think that I had the sex talks with my parents as like I walked in on them having sex all right we are back we're back we definitely had cameras overheating again but it's okay I was talking about walking in on my parents having sex (laughs) (laughs) all right tell us I honestly don't think that they put clothes on before they decided to come have conversations with us Oh, Maybe so like did. you walked in and then they immediately came to deal with it. Is and that a, another thing I was thinking about after we stopped recording is that my parents were naked a lot, like way before. And it wasn't ever like a thing. It was like my body. I took like showers with my mom until I was 
older and like I go with her to like she try on clothes but, and like, stuff like was I was your used to dad that. naked around you? No. Oh, yeah. never. Yeah. Never. He was shirtless. And that see, was that's it. how our family is. I'm naked around my kids a lot, especially because I won't get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> so, like, whatever. And also, they like to interrupt me when I don't have a fucking shirt on. Like, I'm tr- in the middle of getting dressed and they need something. Sorry, this looks like it's moved. Mm, it mm. does. It's down. It's definitely moved. Do we need to do everything different? I start again. I think we can still go with it, but there has that. Yeah. Um, okay. But but Jeff, can you turn towards oh. me just a tiny bit? Sorry, because it's getting no. your water now. Sorry. Do I need to do anything? No, I don't think so. Better. Yes. Awesome. Beautiful. All right. Sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff will not be naked around the kids really at all. And that's fair, but that's not. I think how it's I a grew difficult up. thing. For, My yeah. dad was naked around us quite a bit until like maybe I was like eleven or something. Okay. Um, but so they just come out and basically are like sometimes when a man loves a woman kind of thing. Um, and I just remember being so embarrassed. I don't even like know what was said except like, oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> It was, like, um, really super awkward to... And how, sorry, how old were you? I have no idea. I'm not sure. I had to have been before 10. Okay. Um, and then, you know, after that, was, I was trying to th- think of what they did. Because, like, at school, we learned a little bit more about sex and puberty. Yeah, in, in middle grade. school. In fifth grade? I'm pretty sure they yeah. do fifth grade. Okay. I think I might remember What's that. What's five? Yeah, because, like... I remember in middle school, for sure. My but. my one friend said that she got her period when she was eight. Yeah, a lot of girls. And that is wild to me. I didn't until I was in seventh grade. Because I don't think they do talk to you about it before then. Before eight? Definitely not. No. And yeah. I, um like, starting your period. And I don't know how that would have been then i have no idea how i would have dealt with that i had so much prep they told us all about it and like yeah i was in seventh grade i knew what was up when it happened it sucked it sucked but i was prepared for it like it was fine but yeah being eight and dealing i don't even know i don't even know i was much younger when i walked in um, with my parents having sex yeah i think (laughs) that later in life it was okay for them to talk about sex, but not okay for me. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely a culture of like, it, yeah, like it's not okay for me to be sexual, like a be yeah, a sexual it's, it's, person. Yeah, it's not you. Yeah, no, I get you. I there was definitely the feeling of that. It was never expressed, but, but that was like the general vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not mm-hmm. expressed. But my dad will say like the most disgusting like sexual jokes even around around my children now that they don't even get but i think that he's banking on the fuck that they don't get it and that just really pisses me off <laughs> yeah yeah no that's or frustrating like, not even, like, they're gonna ask me eventually off is, like too far but it's like irks me yeah um especially when i too. relied on them on babysitting because i'm like mm. If you're going to keep doing that, then I can't be around you so much. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it can be perceived as inappropriate, and you don't know what jokes they're going to pass on. Right. They don't know what it means. But also, I feel like... They could repeat it my and not know what it means. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. That would be terrible. But also, I feel like the way that they were about it was, like, yeah, not appropriate. Like, it was too much in the jokey way, in the inappropriate way, not in the serious way of, like, this is what your body is doing, this is what's okay. Hey guys, it's Kelly. Um, I'm editing this episode and we decided that we should add a trigger warning here. Um, So there will be some mentions of uh, varying levels of sexual assault, I guess is what I would call that. Um, I I don't want to say that we're like having like a really traumatizing discussion, but there are some mentions of it throughout the next 10 minutes or so of discussion. Um, So I just wanted to let you know, if you fast forward to about 52 minutes you should be able to um, skip all of it um so anyway that's my warning for you um i understand that some people don't want to hear that and that totally makes sense so i hope y'all are staying safe and having a great day and i love you and let's get back to the episode this is i get you i don't know also what happened to me is like this is an appropriate way for a person to talk to you or touch you and it's a if you feel weird, talk to us. Right. I don't think I ever had that discussion with them. Um, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I did. I think that we had schooling that would say, you know, we learned like stranger danger. We learned oh, like yeah. it, there's inappropriate places to be touched, and if you feel uncomfortable, say something. But that was like I don't even know if I had that. I bit. definitely had that in school. I remember mm-hmm. that. Um, but at home, like, we really didn't talk about any of that stuff. Like, I think there was maybe, like, one time where, like, it had been, it was going to be brought up in school. And so my parents, like, asked beforehand because they, like, sent out a mail or, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, we're going to be talking about they this. They always do. Yeah. And so they knew. And I think that they asked us, that, or they asked me at least. My brother is younger than me by two years. And I'm sure they wouldn't have asked him at the same time. Um, and I don't know that they ever did ask him. But, like, it just wasn't spoken about. Like, it it just was like I think there was one time I remember my mom saying, "Like, do you know about what sex is and stuff like that?" Mm-hmm. And this was like, I was like twelve or thirteen, and I did know at that point. Right. I was like, yeah. "Yeah, that's the." T- and so she was like, "Oh, okay, you know," and like, but I th- feel like we'd had the conversation before because um, she had uh, she had asked me before when I when I did walk in on them when I was younger, like six, seven-ish. Mm-hmm. And that's when I found out what it was from other friends. Oh, like who after. also knew at right. six, seven, whatever, you know, what it was from it's their parents. It's such an interesting thing because, like, I have the things that I think my parents failed at, but I know I've, I'm the opposite. Like, I've sheltered my kids so much, it's hard for me to talk about sex around them. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What is appropriate? I try right. Like what? What level is appropriate for the age? And right. And your kids have an age difference too. Yeah, so that's difficult too. Well, and I have. I. F- it is different having a daughter and a son. Yeah. And knowing what happened to me. Um, it's so close to how old my daughter is. Yeah. It's so close. Like she's twelve. And you were how old? I was thirteen. Oh, okay. Yeah, really close. Um, and I know that having a more of a knowledge of what 
everything was or what was going on and like about predators and stuff mm-hmm. would have helped me. Yeah. But sure. I don't know how to translate that in a way for my daughter, except for being like scared that she'd ever have a sleepover anywhere or be around anyone. I'm sure that that would, that's a hard, like, how do you bring it up? How do you not make her like afraid of things happening, but also aware of like and what then, to like, do if it does also happen? Also, feel or? like I am hiding such a huge thing from her because it's sex is a huge part of my life. Yeah, and like this, like I feel sexy and I feel confident in my body, and I don't even really know how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> um. A fun, sexy vibe. That's how you got here. Magic. It's the magic but of like the neon pink But, like, translating it to future generations or, like, everyone. Just, like, mm-hmm. it, this is okay. This is good. Yeah. And, like, totally. what is healthy and, like, the learning curve of everything. Yeah. Yeah. There's, like, there's definitely a, like, a metamorphosis that you kind of go through when you start to find things about yourself to be confident in. Mm -hmm. And I feel like my existence, the things that I would have been confident in were shut down. And those would be creative things and whatever. Not that they weren't, like, encouraged, like, oh, you're good at these things. But it was like, but that will never make you any money. Right. So you have to do these other things. Mm -hmm. You have to, you know, whatever. To be a certain kind of person, you know, don't dress this way. It's not appropriate. You know, like, whatever. Success is measured in such a specific way. (laughs) Very specific. Yeah. And so it's, it's like there's so much that I thought when I was young you know, early 20s, thinking like, oh, I'm an adult, and I'm ready to take on the world. Like, actually, I had 10 years of bullshit to deal with, with my own internal prejudices and difficulties about myself and other people. Like, so many things that I had to work out before I could deal with. I think we need to tighten the thing. And I can help you with that. Okay. Um, Worry about you. (laughs) it's so hard for you to let you have no idea how hard it is for me to let anybody else do any part of this it's so so hard because i I have an idea the worst kind of control freak and i try so hard to not be obnoxious about it but like everything about this is so hard (laughs) i'm having fun you can just control me later and we'll have fun with that okay like i got too deep about the wrong thing at the wrong time well, we can put it later in the podcast, or we can save it. It doesn't um, matter. It's okay. Know. No, I, I think it's a good thing to talk about, too, though, because, like, it's true. I did have some education on the subject, but I have many friends who had the exact same kind of experiences that you had, and they went through the same schooling and knowledge that I did, and they still had these problems. Like, right. I remember going to a friend's house, and her stepdad... He made me so uncomfortable and like I couldn't put a finger on why he didn't do anything wrong. Like there was never a point in time where something inappropriate actually happened, but I just felt extremely uncomfortable. I didn't like this guy. I didn't like him the whole time I was there. And when he was like, I'm going to leave to go do something, I remember asking my friend like, is he coming back? And she's like, 
well, probably not for a while, but he's my stepdad. And I was just like, oh, this dude is coming back and I have to like deal with him being here. Now, nothing happened, but we did find out 10 years later that he was her sister that whole time. And so like, but you said those kind of situations in sex said they did have a discussion with you or like mentioned that if you feel uncomfortable to say something yeah and even i think that this person because of you know the amount of time that happened with it they didn't want to go to court or deal with it or anything so as far as i'm aware he got away with it basically right and like that that kind of stuff happens all the time because people don't want to come forward and talk about it. i understand why it's yeah. uncomfortable I'm you still know? out there living i'm hoping karma gets in because mm-hmm to go after him, I'd have to tell my dad what happened, and I wasn't going to do that. Right. <laughs> and for a long time, I blamed myself. I don't know. I, I think guess. that that's a natural thing that people do because we have this stigma about it. And, and you know, like you would say, like, you know, there's, like, people being conservative, but like, what you wear or, like, your body right. or whatever. Like, like, literally, like, that's the thing. You and I, if we went outside right now, we could be dressed like this. It does not mean we want someone to fuck us. Right. Right? Like, it doesn't mean we want someone, you know, whatever. To like, touch it's, us or right. harass us in Exactly. Any way. Like, as, as enticing as it can be and as much as we can, we could be comfortable with it, doesn't mean that anyone has the right to just come up and do it. Right. And, and that's not something that, in my opinion, as a younger child, felt real. It didn't feel like I had a power to say mm-hmm. anything to anyone. Now, I never had an experience where someone did an, something inappropriate with me, but had it come about, I had to think about, like, what would I do in that situation? I wouldn't have known what to do, right. even though I had that information. Like, it's that's just a situation oh, was, that's... It's still such a small amount of knowledge. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and, like, if you haven't gone through it, you don't know how you're going to deal with it either. So, like, it's hard to say, like, what am I, what would I do in that situation? I don't know. I didn't experience it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I can speculate all day about how I'll respond to something, but at the end of the day, I don't know until it's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. it's really interesting because I feel like TV and everything that we grew up on makes you feel like you'd fight and, like, the... There's a certain kind of script for, like, what would have happened, and that's not necessarily the case. Like, sometimes you just freeze or you just let it happen. Yeah. I don't Like I said before, when I got chlamydia, like, the person that was so insistent in having sex with me, even though I didn't feel good, my vagina did not feel good. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't feel good. (laughs) There was some weird shit going on. (laughs) I had chlamydia. Do not I like, gave no. <laughs> not recommended. <laughs> I was like, let's just do this because it'll be quick and it'll fucking leave. <laughs> it'll fucking leave, dude. Seriously, like, if you've been in a long-term relationship too with someone, like, you've had those times where they're like, "I'm horny," and you're like, "I fucking guess." Sure, it's <laughs> not the same as yes. No, it's it's not. not now. Is it for- no? But it's like there's like a gray area, and right. I think that. It gets, it's hard because, like, I can say, like, I've had sex hundreds of times when I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't, I don't yeah. feel like I was raped. But, like, at the same time, like, someone else could feel that way. So, like, it, it depends on how you interact in that situation. How are you going to respond to the situation? Like, I obviously wasn't so put off by it that I didn't want to do it at all. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just don't want to. I don't know. It's yeah. Life. Interesting. Uh, 
I don't remember how I got to that, but. <laughs> I wanted to pivot completely Do and it. talk more about polyamory. Do it. <laughs> Just get us out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> Dig our way out. <laughs> uh, parental trauma. I can't get around it. <laughs> no it's what. so fun. <laughs> We're all here because we had great childhoods. It's so funny. Good like, times. no matter what, you can't. You don't win. The parents don't win. <laughs> you don't win. Nobody wins. Nobody gets out of childhood unscathed. <laughs> so crazy. <Very> true. <laughs> I remember the first porn I ever saw. I found it in my parents' bedroom. Because you know as a kid you go through your parents' shit. Why? I don't know, but I had to. That's exactly why oh, yeah. all of my Curiosity. sex toys are in a gun safe that locks. Smart. <laughs> That's so smart. Uh, Except I never lock it. I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be easily accessible. I need, I need to them. get to them, and it's too much. <laughs> I gotta be able to get off right now. No, um, <laughs> I only got five minutes. We gotta go. No, um, so I, my parents had this big California king size. It was a waterbed, but then they'd replaced it with an actual of mattress. Course, but like it had like else. the big built-in storage with like a mirror and all these lights. It was gorgeous. I loved it. Lights? Oh my god, it was so cool. Classy. So classy, except my Have dad ever snored real bad. on a waterbed, though? I gave someone head on a waterbed once, and that was actually hard. not that fun. It was not. No, it wouldn't be. You're moving around everywhere. That's a... No, you need the bed to stay where it needs to stay. Exactly. <laughs> For the grip. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a great experience. You're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I I went and I was going through their little thing and I pulled out this. It was a cassette tape, you know, VHS tape. It said headlights on. And I was like, what is this? And so I took it and I um, put it in the VCR because I was home alone. And uh, there was a woman who had pierced nipples. I think that probably has something to do with why I wanted to do them so bad. No. <laughs> but it's okay. I don't, you know what? I accept that my traumas have shaped me, and that's okay. I like who I am, so it's fine. Um, I remember there's, uh, it was like a weird one, too, where it's just like a bunch of random, like, scenes that don't, they don't, no. they don't relate to anything in any of the other scenes, they're all just random scenes. There was one where, like, they're, like, on a picnic blanket outside, and it's these two women, and they have a double-ended dildo, and they're just ass-to-ass, just, like, smacking their butts together, right? But they're, like, outside at a picnic, but it's very clearly fake grass and fake plants. So, like, oh someone made, like, a whole set, right? Uh. But then there's, like, another one. They're, like, at a house, and it's completely different people and completely different. Anyway, I don't know. So, <laughs> it didn't make any porn. fucking porn sense. Porn. Yeah, it was just. I love it. Yeah, it was great. It's probably, you know, 80s genre porn. Maybe late 90s. I don't know. Uh, and then I put it back. And I hmm. pretended it didn't exist. That is so different and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. My dad would like 13, say. 14. <laughs> Did you? My dad had only seen one other set of tits in his whole life, and he made comments about how big her areolas were. That made me self confident, self conscious, conscious about how big my areolas are. I mean, I my boobs look exactly like my mom's. 
I remember because she was around me all the time. So and I was just that's like, really funny. Mine don't look anything like my mom's. Exactly the same. Like, mine are just bigger because I'm fatter than her, but that's it. They look exactly the same otherwise. Yeah, yours look more close to my mom's because yeah. she's lighter skin than me and she's yeah. bigger than I am. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how that how that is like I think it's just the way a body puts fat on itself you know like everyone does a little different like we were talking last time I was saying that like I feel like my body is shaped kind of like Lizzo's but my boobs are bigger yeah your boobs are better than Lizzo's for sure I agree (laughs) no shade but (laughs) I agree that she's so confident in hers though I know and that's what makes it that much better like it doesn't like, that's the thing, is just being able to see people who have a body similar to yours being confident is such a help. Because really I didn't, yeah, didn't grow so up nice. seeing that, you know, until five years ago, really. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel just... very confident until I signed up for dad bods on Reddit, and I'm like, oh, hey. <laughs> hey. Better than most so of these funny. guys. Nice. <laughs> yes. I have a glorious beard, too. I have too. an ab. I have a, a single <laughs> giant ab. Yeah. It's so strong. <laughs> I, my dad so used true, to say though. I didn't bring a six-pack. I brought a keg. There mm-hmm. you go. Yeah, more fun. <laughs> well, dad bods are definitely in now. That's like definitely a thing. Seriously, I mean, Honestly, they probably always have been. You know, it's funny to me because there's not a whole lot of male body types that I would say I don't like. Though there's just like certain ones, and it's not because of the body type itself. It's more like the people I associate with that body type. Because like, right, I like knew someone who was super like swole guys and flex like, all the time. <laughs> You're like, I like to look at them. Heads. But they're never fun to be around. Never. They're always kind of obnoxious and judgy. Mm-hmm. It, like, if you're not that, you let me know. <laughs> I've always wanted like a boyfriend that knew what he was doing at the gym because I have no clue. But <laughs> yes, no definitely. Idea. Well, that's not, not me. That makes me feel bad. About... You don't want to come to the gym with us, Robert? Uh, I joined track, so I didn't have to lift anything. I did weightlifting, and then my quads got so fucking ripped, and I were they were awesome because I had strong-ass legs, and then I went to go buy these pants, and they were like these satin pants. They were like satin cargo pants. Oh. It's such a 2000s era thing. I love that. And I was like, satin I cargo. want those so fucking bad, and they did not fit over my thighs, which were solid muscle, and I was so embarrassed because I thought I was so fat because I couldn't fit in these pants, which were a size 12, but they're made out of satin, so they don't stretch, and a size 12 was gigantic back then. I wear a size 22 now, but, like, fuck, dude, I had such horrible body dysmorphia. Because of that, literally, I, like, got into shape, but then I couldn't buy pants, and I was like, well, fuck. No, my friend... (laughs) Yeah, it was terrible. One of my closest friends she has really strong like thick calves and boots never fit her like like yeah and can't she, buy fucking any pure, boots ever like literally pure muscle and she feels bad about them and it's terrible but it's also kind of hot with having like strong ass calves Dude, for real. And, like, that's the thing is I just didn't recognize that. Just because someone points it out and recognizes it as strange doesn't mean that's everyone's opinion. So, like, I went floating one time, floating the river, when I was uh, probably, like, 19 um, with some coworkers. And my boss, my boss was, like, I, like, took my – because we worked in a grooming salon. So I always wore this big, baggy – black smock and big black baggy pants and all of it was that material that goes like 
when yeah. you walk, okay. right? All it looked giant garbage <laughs> bag. Love that. Looked like yeah, right? Like literally just a black garbage bag. And so my boss had only ever seen me in that. So we went floating and I had shorts on and so I like had taken off the pants that I had on and she was just like, Whoa, you got big legs. Oh. And I was just like and like she I know she, she's a big girl too, like whatever, but it was just like, it's true. I did always recognize that my legs proportionately compared to other people who I would say were the same size as me, I had giant legs compared to them. So it was weird. No. But both my parents have huge calves too, like muscular calves. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just what it is, you know? Yeah. But like, of course, you know, anything that you can perceive as being different from normal when you're young is just like. And we grew up in the time where like was normal was. Not normal Stick. at all. Callista Flockhart. Yeah. Callista Flockhart. Oh my god, I forgot about her. I just Go. like saying her name. <laughs> so she has like moles, like flat, like bigger freckles, and yeah. really, really, really skinny. That's what I remember. I have yeah. no clue. She's like who ridiculously that skinny. Really? She was on some show in the nineties. I never watched it. I just saw it. I just like, remember her name, and now? I remember seeing her in magazines because yeah. I I had like the <clears throat> seventeen and. Uh, I think I had American Girl for, like, a little while, but then I, my mom was like, do you still want to get this one? And I was like, no, because 17 was so much cooler. <laughs> and I was, like, 14, so the idea of having a magazine that was called 17 was, like... Oh, my gosh. I'm so old and cool. Magazines. Like shopping at Forever 21. When you I never got to shop at Forever 21 until I was, like, an adult adult. But like, Yeah, that's not as fun. I remember what I mean, seal. I didn't either, but... Wet Seal and Mr. Rags. Do you remember Mr. Rags? No, I have no idea what that is. There was a store in the mall. It's now the place that's the sushi place, right by the center where the clock oh is my and gosh. stuff. Right but it was there? it was right there and it was called Mr. Rags. And they sold shit like this. And they had what? like like I remember tube tops. I remember shirts that like tied and were all laced up the back and stuff and like powder blue glitter. How, how Early two thousands. Early 2000s. Hmm, I wonder if I was in a different city. You might have been. I moved here in 1998, and I was nine. Dude, I have no idea what year. Yeah, I moved back to this town when when I was in high school, like freshman year. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, so that would have been, yeah, it would have been three, four years, and it closed. Um, But it was there, and they had just, like, all kinds of, like, you would call it, like, rave outfits now and like yeah you know and then they had like the tearaway <laughs> pants but they were velour you know like very I love those things. early I y2k and i remember for fifth grade promotion because it's not graduation it's promotion oh. fifth grade promotion that my mom said where do you want to go to get your outfit for the party afterwards and oh i said God. i want to go to mr rags and she's like all right whatever and i said i want a tube top and she's like all right okay because I what, what? I, what I wanted, pink. yeah, what I wanted was a top that was like, kind of like those loose ones I have that kind of scoop in the front, uh-huh, but yeah. that laced up the back, like that green one that didn't fucking work. Well, it would not fit on my body. I feel like TLC wore that shit. It did. <laughs> like so good. Dude. So cute. Exactly. And that was the era. And so but I they were so it. tiny. So. Yes. And I was never that tiny, except when I was very young Mm -hmm. and so I but I wanted that shirt so I went in to look for it they didn't have it 
or whatever. They didn't have those ones anymore or something, but I'd been in the shop a couple of times. Anyway, they didn't have it. I ended up buying this tube top that was like powder blue with like oh, black tiger strap stripes on it. And it was glittery. Pretty. And I wore it, but I was too embarrassed to show off my fat fucking arms. And so I Aww. wore this ugly white zip up hoodie with it. So you could, you, it, well, you wouldn't have even known it was a tube top. Right. I was so insecure, but uh, I, still I, do that I tried so hard. Yeah, I know I do have too. All those cover ups. Look, <laughs> listen, I, it's still in the bathroom. I was going to wear a crop sweatshirt with this because I didn't want to show my arms, but I was just like, fuck it. It looks you good. You got nice guns. And the wigs. Chicken cutlets. My, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my wig is keeping me very warm, so I don't need a sweatshirt. So, what else? What were we talking about? Why did I start talking about that, that store? Thing I can't remember. Something about lingerie, maybe, and the different things you guys were wearing? I think you guys no, it was before that. that. It was before that, and it had something to do with the time frame or of something. Yeah. Uh, I think stuff. it more just had to do with, again, like clothing sizes. So, like, the reason why I had to get mm -hmm. a tube top was because it was literally the only thing that would fit me. And I would like to point out that I was a size 12 at that time, and that's a size 12 in juniors, which is tiny, oh, teeny junior. tiny comparatively yeah, yeah. now. And oh my like, God, that's so sad. dude, at, like you couldn't find anything cute at all. Like everything that was made for someone larger than that was like, you look like you work in a business office as a secretary. Right. That's like the only girly that's clothing true. they had. And then everything else was like baggy t-shirts and sweats. Mm -hmm. That's it. So we've come a long way. I got this lovely outfit that I'm wearing for like $6.53 online. Yeah. Mine was a gift. Hey, the best of is free. Free is one of the best F words. It is. <laughs> I wanted to talk. Okay, now I know what I want to say. What I want to say, say that I also don't remember the discussions. It was like, hey, do you want to try Polly? Except for when I really wanted to sleep with a f person I had had sex with before. Maybe even cheated on him with before. Um, And we had watched polyamory the show together ah, okay um, oh you guys watched it together i think i was watching it and he was around sometimes gotcha <laughs> and i was like look at the sexy part where these ladies are tying each other up well, i want you to do that to me i want you to do that to me please it's like when you're not pregnant <laughs> no do it fine now. i guess safety and shit <laughs> but it would be fun <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> just but, pocket asmr sorry <laughs> yum yum it's not crusty enough but it's okay it's a bit. the craigslist posts i was the person that found them i don't think he did at all yeah. and i responded but it's a completely different situation because i was pregnant and i was mm. so so horny when i was pregnant <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Gosh, it was terrible. <laughs> Interesting. And yeah, I was trying to find like a way to like make it. Do you towards... know what time around when this was? Like what years? It had to have been 2015. 2016. I wonder because it was around that time for us too. I wonder if we crossed paths but didn't end up interacting. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very small town, and there was only probably 15 or 20 posts. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder what your posts said. three were real. The rest Ooh. were fake. But oh, man. 
It was long and wordy. That's what See, I know because the, we're the ones wordy. I saw were only a couple of sentences. <laughs> male for female. That's what it always was. Mm. Male for female. That's I all have that, now that's like, I have a boner. Please respond. I'll give you something big and hard tonight. So it was like specifically looking for couples or, yeah, because at the time I was either unicorn hunting, which we could talk about later. Yes. Or like that was couples. That's also what we were kind of doing. It, yeah, my my to make it to where there wasn't jealousy or anything because our girlfriend was most definitely unicorn hunted. She has not dated women since and not been in a polyamorous relationship since. We were the hmm. only one, and it was we like should talk to her about it more. We should. It would be cool. I bet she'd be interested in coming to talk. She may not want to sit on camera, but she could sit where Robert is or whatever. Be yeah. off camera. We could still talk. For that sure. would be great. Uh-huh. I like that we have that option. That's mm-hmm. cool. Um. But yeah, we had like a foursome. We met a couple and everything. We're still trying to figure it out while <laughs> while I was pregnant. Yeah. But it just, I don't know. I have not the best memories of it because it still felt unfair. Like the whole reason we were doing it was because I felt so horny all the time. You had and, needs. And I My wasn't needs. like getting what I needed emotionally either. Yeah. And I didn't know how to get those things. Dude, that's one of the biggest things that I think is so great about polyamory is how your emotional needs can be met by the destigmatizing of having close relationships with other people. Right. It doesn't have to be sexual. Right. Like, how yeah. long have you and I known each other? We spend so much time together. Like, we've never done anything like right. that. But like, this is the most sexual we get. This is the most sexual we've ever been, <laughs> ever. And it's on camera for you guys. <laughs> Go subscribe and watch it. Um, but, but seriously, like, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that to still be fulfilling for you in a way mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't have been. We wouldn't have been as this close and this like. Let's just do this. No, definitely. Had we been so, like, restricted by our relationships and, like, what is proper and what is, you know, whatever. I think of how much you, like, pump me up. You make me feel sexy. And you tell me, like, what looks good on me and stuff. Fucking look at you. Look at that. But look like, at her, Robert. She's gorgeous. It's oh, I'm such a different I don't It's such a different perspective getting that from a friend mm-hmm. but you are naked around sometimes <laughs> you know or a girl because you're like, the first friend that i've really been naked around mm-hmm. you know like there was that time we were at the river and i was topless and you were like no i'm totally fine with nudity and like it's a cool thing and it's all whatever and it was like oh this is a person that's cool awesome <laughs> we can work with that mm-hmm. and that's part of why this is a thing i guess because i was gonna do it on my own i guess but then i was like amber likes podcasts i do i love (laughs) you want to do fun podcasts let's do it (laughs) yeah i i do love this it's so funny how Mm -hmm. it's my niche (laughs) oh so fun i'm just so happy about it it's been a great time been enjoying doing something fun and different and like i personally like you know, with my journey with OnlyFans and taking pictures of myself and so on, I've already had to deal with some of my body image issues. Right. But with this podcast, because I'm specifically like, I'm going to choose an outfit and and then I'm going to sit in the most unsexy position exactly. for myself. Oh my gosh, yeah. I hate how I look at this angle. And I have to watch this video over and over and over to edit it. And I literally hate it. I hate looking at my body, but... 
It makes you more comfortable. I'm getting more comfortable with it, right, because I have to experience I have to experience it without filters. I have to experience it in outfits I don't necessarily like, like the body stocking I wore in the first episode. I don't like it. I didn't like how it fits. I don't like how it slides down. It makes me feel like, I know, I know. You see, like, that's the thing. I had to get over it. And, like, this outfit, when I ordered it, this was the one that I was like, I don't know, because my boobs are... They're not saggy, but they're big. And mm-hmm. so the way that they sit in things that are cupless normally doesn't look very good in my opinion. Now, this one's adjustable, and I spent a decent amount of time adjusting it to get it to look right. But it was the one outfit that I ordered that I was like, mm, like I don't know if that's going to be a good all one. All the pictures of the people that are wearing the things like this have those perfect, like, um, Perky. like fake tits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you don't have that, it doesn't... It doesn't like look the right. way you expect it to, though. I think this looks amazing on you. That's so, so funny. throw that out there. I, I think it looks it. good with the X's, but like I think it looks how like it ways. hangs underneath my boobs sometimes. It can be like, weird. It's not what I was thinking was sexy. I don't know. It's like the I'll shape of like your boob and the way it look. hangs, and yeah. just having the chains underneath here just makes it sexy. All it's around. really it, silly, like, yeah. but I always thought that they're they're like bell shaped. They're they mm. hang mm-hmm. low. That mm. my nipples are two different shapes. It's like a whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, but I'm learning and like seeing more natural bodies, and that's one of the biggest things. Just like what oh. I'm so excited about. Oh, I got <laughs> got purple <laughs> lipstick. Oh no! No, it's better. Now. Okay. <laughs> I literally wore this lipstick one other time and I hated it then too. Yeah, it's it's such a pretty color, but it just is so messy. Comes off on literally everything. I have lipstick. I told your roommate that Mm -hmm. he like I wanted to try one of those onion rings. I took a tiny bite and I was like, oh fuck, I forgot about my lipstick. Yeah, it's like all the things. I I have some lipsticks that literally stay on forever, and I like try to scrub them off and they don't come off. Oh, I don't have any like that. Um, you need the makeup remover or that shit doesn't come off. And I didn't wear that one because I was like, let's do purple. Because I did not match me. Exactly. Because <laughs> Amber's purple everything. So we just, we got to go. Except you're all black today, but I'm just saying so Amber's funny. color is purple. I am so. um, like, you're saying that you had an OnlyFans and it's oh. led you to this. Uh-huh. And this is making me want to have an OnlyFans mm-hmm. where I'm feeling more confident in my body and the pictures Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think of something like a username, purple a user- something, <laughs> purple something. <laughs> no, I. It's, but it's really nice. Is it fun? Comments. Maybe we can get some leave, suggestions. Leave some suggestions if you want. Yeah, why not? Well, some we'll folks. look at them. Yeah. What did you say? Purple yeah. flying purple penis, purple penis eater. So the flying purple penis eater. I bet you. I don't want to say that that one's already taken, but I think it I would probably is. This. <laughs> but we'll look. But no, I, I gonna look right now. I literally <laughs> was just like, I'm gonna do this, and so I started doing it. And when I look at, back at all of my posts, because I have over a hundred posts on my OnlyFans now. In fact, I'm at almost 130 now. Mm. Um, when I go back and look at my first ones, it was when I got those red nails done with the checker flag one. That's oh, like the first picture on there was those nails and um and like my pictures and my demeanor in those pictures I was so shy I could Mm -hmm. see it and Mm -hmm. I could see 
you know, the insecurity and the pictures I took and the angles I used. And, and now like I would have never taken a low angle picture ever, except it makes my boobs look fantastic, but I hate my chin. I hate the looking down because like I've, I've tried to say this before. I'm not a dominant person that gives very dominant energy, which is not me, but in a way I've kind of adapted to this with the, the Snapchat story thing that I have. Cause like in a way I am more dominant in that realm there Mm -hmm. than I ever have been in this kind of situation where like I have people I'm interacting with every day that I'm posting trying to get engagement out of them which like I've never tried to do before so anyway basically having taken all of these different pictures of myself and being able to look back and look at what pictures I thought were like super sexy at the time and what pictures I take now that I'm like wow that's a really good picture like they're completely different poses they're completely different whatever so like this outfit I was like I think I'm gonna hate this outfit but I love the color scheme because I just love this like chartreuse this highlighter green it's literally one of my favorite colors if I had to pick a favorite color it might even be this which is hard for me to say because I really can't pick one it's beautiful um like it's just yeah it's when just your hair was that color it was really good i loved having my hair that color i just wish that i didn't have to bleach it to get it that color exactly um so when i saw it i was like i gotta get this i gotta get it my doggo oh this is friday he doesn't Frisky. really like to be held but um so i bought this outfit thinking i was gonna hate it and uh when I put it on, I especially was like, I'm going to hate it. It's going to suck. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're going to try it anyway. And then I saw myself in the mirror and I took a picture. I'll pop it up on the screen because it was a really good picture. And I was just like, damn. Damn. I should have bought this outfit. I did buy this <laughs> outfit. Good job, me. Yay. And so I'm excited about this change of mindset that I've experienced. I would say 100% because I did OnlyFans. Yeah. Even though I was not, I have not been extremely successful doing it. I haven't made a ton of money doing it. It's still just been like a fun journey Uh and having that platform to be able to do that and have it be accepted. is just such a fun, exciting thing that like I was always afraid to do, but then I did it. Yeah, it's been so good for you. Tired? Do you want to go to sleep? Cause it's two a.m. I get it. <laughs> I get it, dude. He's like, "Why are there all these people and all these lights? We're normally asleep by now." Right. Oh. Some um, doggy ASMR. Oh, it's a puppy. Oh, it's a puppy. He's like, "Please put me down." Okay. 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 I love it. Do you want to go see Robert? Oh, Is that what's up? Okay. Lay down. I was just thinking about how different that is from where we are now. Having yeah. boyfriends that we've met since, like yeah. at the beginning, saying that we're Polly, and um, I don't think Robert really knew about Polly and Marie before, did you? No, not really. I'd heard of it, but um, since I was in a monogamous relationship for like ten years, and I fought against the you know instinct of hey, I like that person, but it's not my person. It never really occurred to me that it was a a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Until I met Kelly, and then she introduced me to it, and I'm like, "It was on my." I always was. It was on my um, Tinder profile. Mm -hmm. Did you read it on the profile? Yeah. Yeah, you did. It's funny because I think it also said I had an OnlyFans on there. No. It didn't. No, you told me that on the first date. I told you that on the date. Yeah, and then you said you had one too. Yep. And that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was a good date. Agreed. But I have a boyfriend now that knew about polyamory like has so read educated 
more educated than me, maybe. (laughs) It's so interesting because I keep expecting him to be jealous. I keep expecting to have to explain myself. And I don't have to do that. Because he's like, he gets it. Yeah. And, like, Mm -hmm. he also is fairly new to it. But... But he's he someone who like under, and like it once you can wrap your him. brain brain around it, it just makes sense. Yeah, it like it's just harder for, for some people to do, and like that's the thing that people are like, oh, I couldn't do that. It's like I think people could, but they have to be willing to look at themselves. Like that's the hardest right. part. Is it's not know. your jealousy isn't your partner's fault. It's actually you. Right. Mm. You have to look at why you feel that way, mm-hmm. and exactly, and it's hard. You know. I'm sorry, old man. He's got a hack. Um, but um, you gonna get it? You got it. Good job. Um, it just it it's hard to manage your own reactions to things because when monogamy is all you've known and everyone around you gets jealous too, it gets reaffirmed that like that's the appropriate response, and you have that feeling because you're supposed to be monogamous, mm-hmm. and like. It's just like a self-fulfilling thing, but it's when you break free from that and you can accept the jealousy and look at why am I feeling jealous right now? What would make me feel less jealous that isn't limiting my partner and their choices? Right, right. You know, and it's hard. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It is an exercise for yourself, for sure. And like some people are not up to that challenge. And I get it. I do. Because it was hard for me, too. But like at the same time, I just feel like the reward of it is so much like it's so worth it. Like definitely. It's so fulfilling and nice when you can get past that and it's just it's hard i get that it's hard people look at it and they say like i could never do that and like like i've gotten jealous i'm not immune to be i admitted it before i was jealous of you before i knew you because you had this great relationship with this person who i was like so crushing over that it was just like like it you have to look at like well why do you feel that way well one i just got out of a terrible for me relationship in many ways Mm -hmm. and I felt like I didn't have all of those things so seeing this person that I wanted had all of that with somebody else like that was so hard to process but like I also didn't know what your guys' relationship was like and the dynamic no heard his side of thing yeah and even then very very little because he's not a communicator (laughs) so like what do i know nothing yeah you know um and and yeah so it's just like and we always think the worst about everything so we compare ourselves to the idea we have of the other person that's not even true it's not even true yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. there have been so many times where i thought that i would dislike someone and they end up being someone i really enjoy it's just i saw this thing before um earlier today that was like best friend in law i feel It's like your best friend's other friend or best friend. Mm -hmm. It made me think of you. And they're like, it basically was describing compersion, but for a best friend. Your best friend is happy because of their other friend. And I was like, no, I don't have that. When Kelly likes someone else, I'm just jealous. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, no, it's so true. It's so funny because I felt that way too. You tell me all these stories about like your other friends, all these things you guys have done. And I'm like, 
<laughs> I guess you have other friends. It's fine. It's not a lot. It's whatever. Um, Fuck those guys. <laughs> dude, I felt so bad because, like, last week we filmed a podcast, right? And I was, like, going to hang out with Caroline. And we were supposed to hang out all week. And then I kept being like, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. And then I was like, I'll come over for a little bit. We'll hang out. And then I'm going to come home and I'm going to film this podcast and whatever. It didn't end up happening because I was, like, running around trying to get shit ready for the podcast. Right, so I was just like, right. I can't. And she's like, that's fine. It's okay. So I did. I saw her yesterday. But it was, like, a whole, like, week later than when we were going to hang out. And it just kept being like that. And I, like, I felt so bad. But then at the same time, like, she has all these other friends. So I'm just <laughs> like, whatever. It's fine. You're fine. It's fine. <laughs> but every time I go to her house and I, like, share a snap or something, I'll be like... Amber told me that she saw she I was over there and she was sad that she wasn't there too and I feel bad now because I like every time it's always like and you invited me but I couldn't yeah right yeah and I was just like damn I'm sorry but like yeah and I bet we'll get along and it'll be great you will and uh, we'll have to get you guys together too I don't know that she would do a podcast I don't know yet she might sit off and do it I don't know I don't know. I mean, she's interested. I was at her house last night and she was like, what does your podcast set look like? Because I was talking about it and I was like, oh, well, here I have a screenshot or whatever. I was like, you're going to see my nipples. (laughs) Just be warned. And she's like, that's fine. Or if she takes it and she just like starts scrolling. I'm like, girl. Oh, you gotta be real careful. Listen. This is a tangent, but that reminds me of my grandmother. (laughs) I heard this story. This is a great story. Because when I first started dating my husband, he lived in a different state. And that's all we had was text messaging. And I said that when she grabbed the phone. I was like, Grandma, you don't want to be doing that. But also, my grandma is more of a free spirit than other people in my life. Like, she left her husband to be with a biker dude who used to like sell meth. It's a whole thing. It's a whole bit. <laughs> okay. She nice. used to talk about how much she loved to fuck. And it's so good. I'm glad I have that for maternal figure. <laughs> but she saw my husband's penis <laughs> and I like, <laughs> dropped my phone in shock. <laughs> and she embarrassingly would make comments about how big his dick was in front of her husband. <laughs> Not my oh. grandpa. My, like, <laughs> <sister. laughs> so fucking funny, though. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, God. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> I remember one time when I got together with my ex, and I think it was... I don't know what the motive behind the question is because, like, um, for undisclosed on this podcast reasons, things are a little weird with my mom sometimes. But she asked me how my ex was Mm -hmm. size wise. (laughs) It was weird. This one? Yeah. That's when we first got together. Um, Very long time ago. Which is even weirder because that was like way closer to the incident. Yeah, so it was like a whole thing. Yeah, <laughs> but but I thought like was she asking because she's like, why are you spending time with this dude? Because he was like, like he we was like real weird all, then. Okay, makes... he's gotten much more normal. No, I cannot. He was I weird hippie dude sure. then. So like she was like, what's the appeal? He must here? have a big dick, or the sex must be great. Sorry. <laughs> But, <laughs> but like, yeah, it was We're like, best friends, I know. Uh, right. Yeah. You're like, no, I'm aware. No, but like, 
It just, yeah, I don't know. It was a weird, awkward conversation, but that's the only time that there's ever been discussion of other people's junk in my life. And I'm thankful for that. Because this is like when we do it. Oh, I just met with my parents, my, my family. Family members. Family members talking about people's junk. That was I not. I think that might have been the only time, too. <laughs> But it's such a good one. I remember, I remember you telling me that story. And I was just like, oh my God. I was trying to imagine what my grandma would have done. If it makes The story makes me sad. Because my it? grandma is back in the church. Oh. And she's not as fun anymore. And mm. I don't know, there's like family drama. Aww. Of course. Of course. I don't really talk to her, but she was a very fun grandma to grow up with. I bet. My grandma was, like, really crazy and controlling and an Aquarius as well, I found out. Oh, my out. gosh. So Good much sense. Aquarius energy in this family. In your life. In I my life. In my life. <laughs> in your life, because you are with me now. Because <laughs> you're now a part of my life and you can't leave. Um, oh, God. No, but I remember my grandma, the one dirty joke she told. And it was hilarious. And I was shocked that she told this joke. But she said, it's inappropriate, but I'm sorry. She's old and it's probably racist. But uh, she <laughs> said two Indian men went to a restaurant in America. And they're uh, looking at the menu and, like, nothing really looks familiar. And they can't really decide what they're going to order. But they're looking through and they see hot dog. And they're like, well, we eat dog. <laughs> so hot dog. We'll get hot dog. So they order hot dogs. The waiter brings the food. And the one guy gets it, and he kind of, like, opens the bun and looks in it, and he looks at his friend, and he says, what part did you get? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, she told this story at the dinner table. I was like, Grandma! That's rough. <laughs> what? Like, I'd never, ever heard them so much as swear or say, like, an impolite, inappropriate thing. Oh, so I was God. like, so she. we, like, prayed before dinner at Grandma and Grandpa's oh, yeah, house. Yeah. That was, like, a whole thing. They were very much, like, on she a pedestal. a people. penis? Maybe. Right? Oh my I was God. like, what? What is happening? You were talking about the first porno. The first, like, magazine with dicks I ever saw was my grandma's. And I was like, <laughs> like Playgirl. a play, play girl. Yeah. I don't know what it was. It wasn't a play girl, but it just had dudes. That's and so that's, crazy. <laughs> and then one time, my little brother, poor, poor kid, <laughs> found, like, my grandpa's my grandma's dildo and it was red and he was like came out with it i was like look at this red thumb and like <laughs> for years our family would make fun of him this like remember thumb? that red thumb oh my god that would be rough i found my aunt's it was purple cute yep yeah. <laughs> i feel like we're gonna run out of time so real quick we are i'm gonna say thank you for listening thank you for being here yes Go like it. Go to Apple Podcasts and write a review. Uh, go watch the video on Patreon or maybe on somewhere else. I don't know. We're going to post it places. There's going to be links. They're in the description. Go look at them. Yeah, it's like an Easter like, egg hunt. It is, but it made link. it very easy. I'm not hiding these eggs, okay? <laughs> They're apparent and easy to find. You just the eggs gotta, are on display. You just got to push the right <laughs> buttons, and I labeled them. So... We'll get there. Okay. I really want people to email us. I do too. Comments. Send us emails and questions. We want to know what, what do you want to know? What can we tell you? What do you want us to do? What do you want <laughs> us to do? We're jiggling right now. We'll, we'll shimmy. We'll shimmy. But uh, yeah. So um, 
thank you for being yeah. here. We appreciate you guys. And sparkly music again. Maestro. <laughs> Yay! Yay! All right, we can stop. We can stop the recording. And then what we're doing now is, are you just pushing buttons still? Yes, I was. <laughs> and then what we do is we, we look cute in the camera without sound. Oh, you want me to stop recording? And, okay. uh, yes. Hey, bitches, we're back. Yay! <laughs> Make it worth it for the paying customers. Um, No! What? A hot pocket. Hey, thank you. Magic hot pocket. I asked him to make me a hot pocket. We only meant to start three hours ago, but it's fine. We got it. That's not true. It's been that long. Has it been that long? It's midnight, and we're going to start at 9. <laughs> it's okay, though. Well, you know what? We look really good. The, so. We do. We look fantastic. Titties, 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 titties. When all those fails, just shake them. Uh, yeah. I, I want there to be a Patreon, like, bloopers, and all of it, it's just shaking titties. <laughs> we should just in every t- podcast. We'll just have just, a like, montage. String them all together at the end. At the end of the year. <laughs> We're just going to do titty to shake montage. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Love it.